0: Please be seated. Can you smell it? The smell of newly sharpened pencils is in the air. While it's hardly appropriate to call the weather of the last few days fall, I think it was about 90 degrees when we were trekking to the aquarium on Friday. The truth is, we are sliding into the season of startups. Elementary school teachers have stapled up the orange and red and gold leaf cutouts on their bulletin boards. The college campuses have rolled out the welcome mats and ushered away the sad parents. And the horseshoe room right across the way in Eggleston Hall is full of foam core placards in various states of repair and disrepair at the ready for next week's Celebration of Ministry Sunday. It's taboo around here to call what we are doing in this church over the next couple of weeks startup. After all, unlike the elementary schools and the college campuses, we never closed down this summer. Believe me, we never closed down this summer. We have had programming, worship, ministry, and fellowship all summer long. So no, we're not starting up next week. We're celebrating what has been happening here all summer, all decade, for the last century, and for as long as we can do it in the future. But regardless of how we couch it, this time of year feels like startup time. Any way we spin it, there's a feeling of returning this time of year. Perhaps that feeling says to you that it's finally the right time to sign up, to join in, or to choose between several of our really amazing programs. Our culture brings a sense of newness in this time of year, a sense of possibilities in the months that lay before us. New programs are happening, old ones are recommitting, we're continuing to come together as a community. That's not new. But there's a freshness and a promise blowing in with the cooler air. With the promise of cooler air to come. That reminds us that we aren't just any community. We're the body of Christ. In last week's reading, the passage just prior to this one in Romans, Paul explains to those new to the faith about the body of Christ and its many, many members. In some ways, I think it's a shame that our lectionary separates these two passages by a full week. As a reminder, Paul says from our passage last week, For as in one body, we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. And then Paul lifts up the many gifts that members bring to the whole. That is how, according to Paul, a community is supposed to work. Together, not alone. Then, says Paul, once we've figured out that what we have to do together, with as a body, with many parts, he then gives us this morning's list of what in the world we're supposed to do once we get there. Our reading from Romans this morning is an impressive list of what it means to be a community of this sort. Paul is writing to the new church in Rome to remind us how to act, who to be, what face to show the world. Paul is reminding them that this community is something different, something that requires vigilance and commitment This community throws out the old rules and presents the world with something new and something unexpected. It's a hard list, and I personally find it frustrating and daunting if I think of doing it alone. Let love be genuine, he says. Hate evil, no lagging, serve the Lord. Rejoice, contribute, bless those who persecute you, live peaceably. And that's just the highlights. Sure, I think that, ideally, we would all live by those rules all the time as individual children of God. But if we did that, if we could do that, chances are pretty good that we would have a whole world full of messiahs, holy and blameless each of us. It's an unlikely situation, although we can dare to dream. Paul isn't speaking to the individual here. He's speaking to a church, the church in Rome in the first century. And he's speaking to a church in Atlanta in the 21st century here, too. These are community instructions, instructions that assume that individuals will fall short from time to time, that some of us will be better at some parts of the list than others of us. Community means we bring it all to the table and then sort it out, our gifts, as well as our common responsibilities. Lifting up those who lag, giving extra for those who can't give quite as much, calming those who urge to fight, inspiring those who have lost their zeal. But being in community doesn't get the individual off the hook. We're all responsible. But it does mean that we don't have to go it alone, that we don't each have to be the Messiah. We work hard at being the body here at All Saints. We work hard at that, in, that difficult list of Pauls. With every meeting, gathering, worship, and prayer, we are doing this work. Lagging in zeal? Come spend a Saturday morning with the Flower Guild. Their passion for their work is contagious. Are you looking to rejoice in hope? Come eat a meal with the men of covenant community. Or extend some hospitality to strangers, join the Sunday Morning Greeters Guild. Persevere in prayer with our e-care ministry or conti- contribute to the needs of the saints on the annual canvas team. Need to associate with the lowly? Join our weekly clergy meeting. <laughs> Just kidding. So, no, it isn't startup or homecoming It isn't the time of year to come back to church. The church isn't reopening after a long summer vacation. But it is the time to remind ourselves of what we're here to do. To recommit ourselves to the body and then get about the work of it. So next week, as the banners march through here, and as you swell with pride as I do over the work of this place, this good, and holy place. I challenge you to examine your understanding and your commitment to the work of Christ in the world as exhibited in this parish. Find your place here. Live, serve, learn here. But do it together as a body for the love of Christ and for the world. Amen.